When we breathe properly, we actually pull a lever in our autonomic nervous system that brings us over to the parasympathetic. Mm. So we are literally and figuratively pulling ourselves into relaxation through conscious respiration, right? But it has to be done with the right posture. It has to be done with the right physicality. Otherwise, we're just like <laughs> breathing in our upper chest. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Heal Thyself. Thank you so much for taking your time. As always, all the love to you today. So much good information coming to you. Knowledge Bomb. I'm going to be talking about emotions. Of course, why not? Emotional releasing. But I want to put it in the context of talk therapy, the way that I see that it's framed and helping us, and the way that I see emotional release is framed and helping us, and can the two coexist? Or is there a way we can integrate both? Very important information because talk therapy is really dominating route for mental health, but what else is out there? And are there other options that are better, more powerful, more long-term healing than sitting down and talking with someone? So really, really important show. And then I'm going to go into trauma and talk about what trauma is, truly what it is, and how it manifests in the body. And we have a very special guest, Josh Trent. Can't wait to get him on. This guy is so well-spoken, and the way that he defines and talks about breathwork with so much passion, he's a breathwork teacher. He's going to give us all of these take-home hacks before bed, when we wake up, during the day, on how to breathe better and make our days more efficient as we're at work, and then putting ourselves to sleep with really, really important, easy hacks with our breath. So we're gonna find out the importance of breath, why it's implicated in our overall health, how we can breathe better, and how we can just feel better overall. So super, super exciting show. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us wanna look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's liver detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver 
If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. Now, before I go into talking about talk therapy and emotional release, I want to do a shout out to the European crew. That is the Neo-Emotional Release crew, all of the people that are bringing this teachings to the world, which I have found to be the most powerful teachings for mental health and really, really working and integrating those parts of you that need to be seen. So shout out to David, the teacher and the creator, Ashley, Nina, Matthias, Julia, Noemi, Sophie, Josh, and Maitita. All the love to you. A lot of the content and ideas about uh, this work comes from these teachings. Uh, but regardless, anecdotally and experientially, I've seen this work and it's crazy. So uh, they are bringing the education to the world and they're gonna change it. Actually, matter of fact, they're already changing it right now. So I wanna start off and ask this question. Does talk therapy work? Well, it depends on what you define as the end result for it to be quote unquote working. If the result you're looking for is to provide clarity, concept, reason, and definition to a problem or problems to a trauma or traumas, then yes, therapy is great. Why? Because it speaks to the logical mind. And we love logic. We love to make sense of the things around us. It makes us feel better. The unknown is scary. And when we shed light into it, sometimes that's scary too. But we feel better when we do it. But defining things, conceptualizing Oh, that's our MO as a species. And why? Because the ego feels safe in solution. The ego loves to know, loves to delineate, loves reason. So with that understanding, talk therapy will always be amazing at providing the ego clarity, making your ego feel safe. And you feel better logically. You'll write letters to those that need to be forgiven. You'll talk through traumas. You may cry, you probably will. You may journal, you may cry some more. And it's powerful at providing understanding. But let me be very clear. Talk therapy will appease the ego with logic, with definition, with concept, and with understanding. And that's not a bad thing. But it will not touch the sponsoring energy of suppressed emotion that is sponsoring every single experience which doesn't serve you. In fact, the very reason you decided to do talk therapy is based on unresolved suppressed emotion. And the irony is that it can never be solved through talk. On the contrary, it can only be resolved by shutting down the ego, your logic off, and allowing the body to begin to process. I'll say that again. You cannot process trauma logically. The body, in its own intelligence, does it for you. Your only job is to shut off the brain, shut off your concepts, shut off your stories, and ultimately shut off those protective, compensative mechanisms that you learned as a child. And to let the body process unfold, transcend, and ultimately integrate the deepest, rawest, and to you, the most unlovable emotions. So trauma, my friends, is your denied, abandoned selves. Those parts of you that have been exiled in order for safety and belonging to your tribe. And this often happens in childhood. Trauma is not only the event, it's the world we shape because of the event. Trauma is a resistance to the aspect of reality that exists, but you have protected yourself from meeting. It's the, I don't want to experience reality as it is. I don't want to experience myself as guilty, shameful, angry, sexually repressed, helpless, apathetic, whatever it is. Trauma is the embodiment of the story and the way we frame it creates further resistance to the trauma. What happened was so unbearable that I can't witness it. And the body always seeks to experience safety. So when you heal is when you re-meet those parts of you that have been exiled. You ever hear the concept that hurt people hurt people? It's true, but why is it true? It's because it's a scream for co-regulation. It's a scream for someone saying, please give me unconditional love so I can heal, that's why we are angry, that's why we attract angry, and that's why we look for a frequency of anger, for co-regulation. It's a funny way of doing it, but we do it. And as your body processes this and ultimately integrates this part of you, the part of you you re-meet so many years later, you go, my God, that's, that's magic, that's healing. And what happens afterward is really true, true healing. 
You're not only stepping into your authenticity, which is the fullest expansive embodiment of your full spectrum of who you are, including all of the feelings, especially the ones you've been hiding, but you hold yourself, you learn how to hold yourself. And what I mean by that is you learn not to look outside of you for self-soothing. It's impossible because you've already felt the most painful part of you held in all of its discomfort and transcended. So after that, you can hold yourself in anything. And by not looking to another for anything, well then, you learn the meaning of true confidence. When you experience the expanse of your emotions and you step into true confidence, very few people in the world can do this or embody it. But what I'm telling you is that you can, and you can do it right here, right now. So first and foremost, I want you to just bring awareness to your body and who you are. Take the time to be embodied, take the time to turn off, take the time to go from logic out of your head and into your body and start feeling in that state what comes up and you may find, yeah, maybe I'm suppressing something. You don't have to put a label to it. You don't have to recognize what protectors are there just to bring awareness to how you feel in your body. And oftentimes you'll find that you don't feel too good. And maybe that is going to lead you to a place of understanding that maybe it's time for the body to start processing. The more you are away from the logic and the ego, the more the body knows exactly what to do and process. Now, someone, please tell me what type of talk therapy gets you to this place, my Lord, I would love to know. I can promise you on everything, it can't, because it's two different consciousness. Talk resonates logic, which is thought, and thought arises from emotion. But emotion is the rawest, most authentic language of the body. And for that, my friends, there is no doing of talking. There is only being of the body. But there is a really powerful place in talking. Talk therapy will show you that there is a tree right there, but something like neo-emotional release will put you to the roots and show you the roots. And there can always be integral and integrated. You can talk, understand, put concepts, have an idea of what's going on in the body, have an idea of maybe even why. The why really doesn't matter. Then we release it with neo-emotional release, and then after talk therapy can come back and integrate. There's a world we can all live, but I don't want you to make the mistake of thinking that talk therapy is going to ever help you get through your traumas, because it won't. The body has to integrate those traumas. The body knows how to get through the traumas, your logic doesn't. So. I'll close it by saying uh, a quote from one of my close friends and teachers of this, David Manning. He says, by being fully you in the moment, you realize you're not the voice in your head. You are the witness to it. So there you go. Emotions, the basement part of your health. If your emotions are dysregulated, your nervous system is dysregulated. If your nervous system is dysregulated, your whole system is out of whack your endocrine system, all your hormones, your immune system, you're inflamed. You see how physical disease arises from emotional disruption. So it stands to believe that when we work on the emotional level, it can solve a lot of problems. All the love. I really hope it resonated with you. Let's get Josh Trent on the show. Man, I love breathing. I love breath work. And this guy's about to give us the hacks to take home every single day. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research-based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty-grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity. And this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy boosting compounds with every sip. 
Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been over Opened and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen. It's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. My guy, Josh Trent, Wellness Wisdom Podcast, very popular podcast. He's all things knowledgeable in this world. But guess what? He's also knowledgeable in breathing and how breathing affects our overall health. So we're going to talk about the breath. Are you breathing right? So Josh, welcome to the show, my guy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. It's been a while that we've been trying to get into uh, touch with each other. You're finally here in LA. Yes. And we're going to talk about breathing. Before we jump into it, I want to ask you a question right off the bat. Super important. Can proper breathing reduce your anxiety? 100%. Most of us don't breathe properly as it is. Most of us are upper chest breathers. We kind of cut off our diaphragm and all the nerve endings that go to the vagus nerve that ties to the amygdala, which is the fear center of our brain. Mm. So if we start breathing properly, which I know we're going to get into, when we breathe properly, we actually pull a lever in our autonomic nervous system that brings us over to the parasympathetic. Mm. So we are literally and figuratively pulling ourselves into relaxation through conscious respiration, right? But it has to be done with the right posture. It has to be done with the right physicality. Otherwise, we're just like <laughs> breathing in our upper chest. Mm -hmm. So the answer is hell yes. <laughs> and that's what led me to breath in the first place. Amazing. So were you anxious before doing it? Is, is that yeah. what happened? Yeah. Anxiety and depression a lot in my life. Uh, my mom was manic bipolar, so my dad left home when I was real young, and I never really had that home base feeling. And so, flash forward, man, I'm like 21 years old, 280 pounds, uh, found a drug called food. A lot mm. of people find that drug. And I really abused it, and I didn't know anything about physiology or my breath. And um, I went to Hawaii, I sold everything I owned. And when I was out in Hawaii, I started to, really I didn't know it at the time, but I started to breathe, I started to be in nature and connect with nature herself. And the power of that breath just started to come through when I would be like surfing or hiking and it was just the best feeling ever. But I really didn't, the breath didn't find me until 2016. Because in 2016, I had uh, been through a pretty severe life challenge. I put my mom in a mental home at that time and I started, at the time it was the Wellness Force podcast. We went through a death and rebirth process there. But, um, at that time, I was just really in a bad space. I didn't necessarily know what I was doing with my life seven years ago. And so I was having panic attacks. I was going through a lot of stress emotionally. Mm. So the breath found me. The yeah. breath found you. It's, yes. it's funny because we breathe every day, but the breath really found you. Yes, yes. So 
you mentioned that a lot of us are upper chest breathers. And I brought awareness to myself in that conversation, or like when, during our conversation, I go, wait a minute, where am I breathing from? So it's a little bit upper chest, some stomach, but there's a lot of resistance around my stomach. Yeah. How are we supposed to properly be breathing? Most people, especially if, have you ever been bigger than you are? Have you ever had weight, extra weight in your body? When I used to work out a lot and eat a lot. Okay, so yeah. most of us in America, and especially in photos for Instagram, everybody goes like this. Huh? Yeah. They pull in their stomachs, they tighten their stomachs. So I was definitely like that as a kid, being an overweight kid. And so we all have a really tight front panel. The, the abdominals and everything going on with really our, our, our inhibition for our diaphragm. So the diaphragm is this dome-shaped muscle that sits right here at the xiphoid, and it goes 360 degrees around our whole body. But if the internal organs, and if I'm tensioning my abdominals, the diaphragm can't travel. So I always tell people like, yeah, it's, it's important to breathe through your stomach and breathe through your belly, but your diaphragm's not there. Like we actually have to move the organs and move the stomach in and out so that the diaphragm can travel up and down mm -hmm. to contract and expand. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that we start at that place. We have to like be in the body and breathe from the body. And then from there, we can do anything we want as far as stress modulation. And, and really the answer to your question is like, we have to start with where we are because mm -hmm. most of us are tensioning too much. Yeah. And so when we're tensioning too much, we might not even know that we don't know that we're not breathing correctly because mm -hmm. we're so used to the baseline of really probably 70, 80% oxygen compared to what we really need. Mm -hmm. So what happens then if we're tight on our front panel and we're breathing from our chest? What happens to us in our body? We start to get, essentially what you, you have is, is kyphotic posture. You start tensioning your pecs, your, your scalenes. And really what happens is over time, you get less oxygen to your blood. And then you get a little bit of increase in carbon dioxide and you start to have all these symptoms of disease mm. and of sometimes emotional malaise. It can manifest emotionally as well. But it's really about opening up your posture so that your diaphragm can travel and you can actually start breathing through mm. your belly. Mm. Because most of us breathe through our neck, through our scalenes, through our sternocleidomastoid. And we start rounding. We get that hump on our back. You've all seen like uh, the older people where they have that hump on their yeah. back. They're all upper cross syndrome. They're all upper chest breathers. Mm. And it's funny, you know, when I have clients come to the house, the studio, or even in the breathe program, most people have a reverse breathing pattern. So like right now, if you and I just take a big nasal breath, our mm. bellies should go out. <sighs> and then we exhale, our, our bellies should go in. Yeah. But how many people watching right now are listening? They didn't feel that. Mm. <laughs> they, they took a breath in, but their belly went in, right? Wow, so right that's, to their chest. That's what you were talking about with like, well, what happens when we actually hold tension in our stomach? Well, we start to train our bodies to, to have a reverse breathing pattern. And I'm not gonna name names, it's people that, that go to paleo effects, it's people in our world, and they just simply don't know. Mm. It's not about shaming them, because in 2016 when when I found the breath, I didn't really know either. Right. And I myself had a reverse breathing pattern. Right, so reverse breathing pattern, again, to reiterate, is when you breathe in, your stomach sucks in? Exactly. Okay, which we're, a lot of us do. We're built as an animal. We're half beast, half spirit. So look at a zebra, look at any animal in nature. When they breathe, they breathe like a bellow. Oh, yeah. Watch a lion breathe or like a zebra it, yeah. breathe. They breathe horizontally. But sometimes in life, because we're so stressed out, I don't know, can I cuss on the podcast? Sure. Okay. We're so fucking overwhelmed mm. with our intellectual mind that we become victims of our intellectual mind. And our intellectual mind starts to drive our physiology yeah. to protect itself from the barking authoritator mm. in our brain. And so animals, when they are in nature and they get chased or they almost die, they shake it off. They literally somatically shake off the stress. We're not trained to do that as human beings. No. We, we go through so much trauma in life and so much uh, really scarcity thinking, scarcity interactions with people, people are withholding love. We have trauma that we haven't processed. All this stuff manifests into us breathing up and down instead of in and out. But wow. we're built just like these animals in nature. So we, we have to realign ourselves with that. And I think the mm. breath is a good tool to get us there. Oh, for sure. I mean, it is the most inherent tool. It is, it is yes. the thing we cannot survive. I mean, like... We can live without food 
for what a week? Water three days maybe? Breath well three average person three minutes three to five minutes three to five minutes yeah and that's all unless you're one of those deep sea divers I was just thinking about that yes on a side note I just saw this deep sea diver like dive so deep like the like a full skyscraper down and I was like think this guy's lungs and the way he's travel like like trained his 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 lungs and and capacity is crazy but to think about like we're capable of expanding our breath and being more athletic in our breathing um, yeah. in many ways. But I love that you brought up animals because I was just thinking when you were talking about lions, like I was, I saw a video of a lion laying down and just like, he was like an accordion, like just expanding open and close, open yeah. and close. How many animals out there are chest breathing because they're thinking about not hitting a deadline? <laughs> I would say zero. Right. But like, you know, because we're half beast and half spirit, like you're, you and your soul incarnated in your body. Mm. So you're a soul having a physical experience in your meat suit. Mm-hmm. But we forget about that yeah. because so much of our world is like emails, zeros and ones, linear stuff, logical stuff. So we get pulled out of our body. Literally, yeah. we get pulled out of our body, our consciousness, our awareness. So that's really like the big piece I want to say is if you're the kind of person who finds yourself needing like sleeping pills and needing lots of supplements and biohacks right. to sleep, I would say save yourself some money and save yourself some time and just start doing breath work before you go to bed. Oh, yeah. The four, seven, eight pattern is the most potent one for sleep. Inhale through your nose for four, hold for seven with pressurized belly, exhale slowly audible sound for eight. Do that breathing pattern six to eight times. You probably will actually just put yourself to sleep. Wow. Even if you had caffeine past noon. Right, which wow. is another reason why people don't sleep very well. Two minutes Too it takes. Caffeine. Yeah, like it sounds like a minute and a half. Yes, yes. But we just, here's the thing. We don't think about it because we haven't practiced it. And we've become disconnected from innately what Mother Nature put in our bodies so that our bodies can calm themselves down. Yeah. And so we've just forgotten this art, man. And, and that's, it is an art. It's an the art. art to breathing. And yes. we forgot. You, so you mentioned that our front line is usually so tense, right? Our whole front line. Uh, how do we overcome that? Does it have to, if we belly breathe, there's going to be some pressure for a lot of us who've chest breathed for so many years. Yeah. Once we go, okay, let me bring awareness and you breathe in and your belly goes out, it's going to, you're going to hit pressure. Uh, how do we start overcoming that pressure? Does that ever go away? It does. Yeah, it does. So, so in the breathe program, there's a whole section on this where we're opening up the front panel. Ah. It starts with the pectoralis major and minor. Then we roll out all the way to the sternum. We're actually on a foam roller. To do oh, this. okay. So physical so, medicine. On absolutely, absolutely. Foam rolling. I was a. My background is I was a. I was a trainer for ten years. So I worked at Twenty Four Hour Fitness, and then I worked in a studio for five years, and like ten thousand hours of clients. And I always wonder, like, they leave feeling good, but when they came back, the greatest trouble that they always had was just being present and just actually doing the movements and breathing properly. Mm-hmm. But it's because I wasn't trained. I didn't. I didn't know anything about breath at the time. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I could go back and if I could just show them how to properly belly breathe and how to open up their front panel so that they were breathing, it could be life-changing for people. Yeah. Life-changing because then throughout the entire day when they're gone from like, you know, if somebody works out for 30 minutes or an hour or something, they're breathing properly all day long. That's going to lower their allostatic load. That's going to make them more in parasympathetic all day long. But it has to be this conscious thought practice. So I start with the pecs. Then we go to the sternum. And then actually we do an organ massage. So I have a ball and I put people on the floor prone and I have them do uh, the same pattern for elimination. So you start Mm. on the right side and you go down to the descending colon and you actually do an organ massage. That helps. That's beautiful. And then also just rolling out the TFL and rolling out the hip flexors, like starting there, then sitting up in an upright position. So if you and I were doing breathing, Mm. I would actually put a pillow underneath my butt because I want the top of my kneecap to be below my hip line. Mm. You don't want to actually do breath work like this because you can see when you lift your leg that your stomach doesn't have as much room to travel. Right, right. So you want to have your hips a little bit higher than your knees when you breathe, or you can do it laying on the ground or standing. Mm. So there's a lot of posture, a lot of anatomy that goes into proper breath work. I learned a lot of that from Dr. Belisa Vranich. She wrote a book called Breathing for Warriors. Mm. So she was a mentor of mine. I took her certification and... I've taken a lot of different programs. I was in Hawaii for 30, or not Hawaii, I was in, I was in Hawaii earlier in life, but I, I was in Koh Phangan, Thailand. Mm. Have you ever been to Thailand? No. 
really beautiful island off the coast of Thailand. But for 30 days, I just did breath work and I did a deep training out there with a cool. um, guy called Niraj. He has a thing called Soma Breath. And the number one thing that I felt for myself out there was anytime I can do breath for more than 21 days or 30 days, it just sticks with me. There's really like this reformation of my habits, my brain, how I relate to my body. Anytime I can do breath for a succession of three weeks or four weeks or more, it sticks. Wow. And then, and that includes doing the foam rolling like we were talking about and open up the front panel. But it really doesn't have to be complicated. You know, we only do three things. We inhale, we exhale, we hold. Yeah. It ain't that complicated. It's just there's a certain sequence to get you physiologically and emotionally prepared, mm -hmm. you know, and then also what comes after you do the breathing. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. You know? I love that you prepare the body for breathing. Yeah. Uh, because I found, like, let's say I got a stressful day and I'm not even paying attention to my breath and I'm chest breathing the whole day because I'm like running around. Yes. Literally, like you said, consciousness is just leaving the body and then just like coming back. Um, I'll go to a breathwork class, I'll sit down and I'll just be so uncomfortable because my whole front panel is like, it feels like 10 out of 10 tension, yeah. where I feel like I'm working against rubber bands just to breathe into my belly, because the whole day I'm, I'm in that mode. So I think it's brilliant that you push, or you have people do this, and I know the, the value of foam rolling or using um, myofascial release balls, Yeah, they hurt, uh, they <laughs> can hurt sometimes, especially when I hit my TFL, but yes, but Man, if I just give me 10 minutes to do that, then breathe, whew, like I'll feel so much. And the thing about when you release those parts of your muscles that are really tight, you already feel euphoric. Totally. So then you're sitting down and doing the breathing, and you're like, oh my God, there it is. Like I feel so much better. Yeah, it, there's a good point you made. Also, it's like with our organs, most of us have inflammation on our organs. And I know on the show, you go deep into inflammation. Mm -hmm. So think about if something's inflamed it's taking up more space than it was naturally designed to do because of water retention, because of inflammation. So when we do the foam rolling, and even when we do like the, the manual, you know, the transverse colon going down to the descending colon, the way your poop flows, yeah. you want to release your front panel the way your poop flows. But here's the key, like, don't go hard because you could actually hurt yourself. Yeah. You, you could actually like bruise an organ if mm. you do it too hard. So like, take it easy. The whole point of this is to relax. Yeah. You know, the whole point is to like, let go of some of the stuff that's holding you mm. tightly. Mm. So you mentioned one breathing. It was four, seven, eight breathing. Yeah, that's for the sleep. For the that's sleep, a really good one. Yeah. Now uh, there's different types of breathing. Is do you follow you know a handful always, or does it vary day to day? And what are some breathing techniques that we can do uh, as far as cadence and how we do it yeah. that can really that you found be really beneficial for us? The best breath I've found is conscious connected breathing. This is where there's, there's really only two styles of breath work out there. You're either breathing like a circle or you're breathing like a box. So box breath is inhale for five, hold for five, exhale for five, hold for five. And you just repeat that box. You're drawing a box. A circle is, I think, probably one of the easiest and also the most cathartic things that people can do. Everybody knows about Wim Hof where, you know, we're laying on the ground with blankets and eye masks and we're like, <sighs> yeah, which is great. I think there's a time and a place for that, but... I really think that conscious connected breathing with a two second inhale and a four second exhale in rounds of three to six minutes with whatever natural pause you need is the most easy to do and most potent thing anybody could do. So essentially, if you and I were laying down and we had like seven minutes, I would lay on the ground, I would get myself comfortable, get myself prepared physiologically, and then I would inhale for two, exhale for four with no pause. Mm. and just continue to do that, conscious, connected breath. Wow. Because that's going to give us the most toning for our vagus nerve possible. We've all heard, and I'm sure you've talked about this on the show, like, like vagal toning. Yeah. We want to have vagal toning. Yeah. So just like any other organ or any other system on the body, like the more we wire it, the more we use it, then the more naturally it's going to be used without us having to do anything. Mm -hmm. So with the vagus nerve, it's really great, but... A lot of people go into breath work and they go right to the catharsis breathing. And I would actually be, I would, I would offer a different opinion about that. I would say that when people do anything to start with the basics, there's, there's acute style breathing where it's like, you know, we're going on a stage, we might be nervous, 
how do we pull ourselves out of stress? There's one modality for that. And then there's meditative breathing, where every single day I'm doing it because it's my hygiene for my emotions. I'm actually using the breath because I want to clean myself out to, to come into the day more spacious. Mm -hmm. And then there's cathartic breathing. So each one of those has different hold times, different breath hold retention times, different inhale and exhale times, and, and which is a, a beautiful way to explore the breath. But unfortunately, man, most people just go right to the catharsis. Right. They're like, I want to get the... I want to get the best I can. And it's like you would never send an astronaut into outer space with zero training. Yeah. Why are we putting people right to catharsis breathing when they've never done any acute style breathing? They've never done any meditative breathing. Mm -hmm. It's like putting somebody in an ayahuasca ceremony when they've never done any psychedelics right. at all. Like, look the fuck out. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. So breath, breath is the same way. I see, I see. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's very valuable to know because breath work has... Uh, in many ways, boomed into mm -hmm. the health field, which I'm great. Now we're learning how to breathe, you know? I'm or we're learning that we're not breathing incorrectly, even yeah. more importantly, or yeah. correctly. Um, but a lot of us do jump into, let's get into that deep breath work, and then, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm having this experience. Uh, but really, what you're doing is the, 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 the subtleties so we can breathe every single day and feel better in our bodies. Like, I never heard of the conscious breath, but I want to do it now, you know? It yeah. seems so easy, and I could do it for 10 minutes in the morning and just get my day started. There's a really cool, and we can link this in the show notes, like, I, I talked to a lot of people at HeartMath when I was building the Breathe program because they have what's called um, uh, coherence breathing, yeah. heart coherence yeah. breathing. And there's this really cool device. You, you stick it on your ear, and there's an app on the phone. And I'm not like affiliated with HeartMath. I'm just, I'm just mentioning this. And I started to see that what they're doing and what all breath programs are doing is they're just trying to take your conscious awareness, put it on your breath, and have something where there's a feedback system where it's like you actually know you're getting better because you either see something or you feel something different. And I think that's great. But what also I think was really important is having just a space in your house. Like if you, if you just want to start breathing... You don't need the app. You don't need the thing. These are all great things. But just pick a space in your home, like in the corner. Maybe it's your altar. Maybe it's where you meditate. And just start there. Set it up with a cushion so your knees are below your hips. And just be in a space where that's your breathing space for the next three weeks. Mm. And just go into that. And, you know, check out the videos in the Breathe program because there's so many ways that people do that reverse breathing pattern. And a lot of us, we try to breathe like this. Yeah. You know, we're leaning forward. Leaning so we forward. really have to have a neutral spine when we're breathing. Um, but I think it's it's really it's really about just making this a dedicated practice. Anything that we do, whether it's like nutrition or healing ourselves, it has to be just this heartfelt dedication. And for me, it was like when I was having panic attacks and when I was going through massive amounts of anxiety, I didn't feel compelled to go to another psychedelic ceremony. I didn't feel compelled to drink more coffee. I didn't feel compelled to do all these things. I actually just needed to calm down. And I was searching and I was searching. And when I found breath, I actually was laying on the ground and I, I started crying. I was at this event with Mark Devine mm -hmm. in 2016. And I didn't know at the time, but that was really what my body needed. And mm -hmm. so I took a good 30 days and I did it every single day. And that's, that's where I started to feel the benefits was by having a dedicated space in my house where I was doing it and I was making sure that I was doing it properly. And of course, my education has grown since then. Yeah. And there's thousands of students across the world that have taken the Breathe program. So it's a, it's a labor of love, but it's really just something that I know worked for me. Transformation. I'm just, I'm just sharing what worked for me. Now let's chat about something crucial. That is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements... Right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code 
and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter and you can see the results for this quality testing. Pure's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Pure is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Puri.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha, or coffee or tea. But not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century-old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick. Yeah, okay. But for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting and antioxidant benefits, the phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently. And the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see, I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. Yeah, yeah. But it's powerful because what you're sharing is everything that we have access to, right? That is free for the most part. Yeah. We can do those things for ourselves uh, or at least learn. And, and it's essential for life, breathing. So you mentioned about post-breathing, right? Like, uh, what did you mean? Like, wh- what happens after we breathe, uh, when we have like these experiences, uh, were you referring to the ones where we really go deep into it and then like integrate that? Yes. Because a lot of, a lot of people who've done the, like on my lives will do breathing and they're like, holy shit, I was crying nonstop. I can't believe this. Amazing. It, and I was like, wow, right. Like this is, and and it happened to me too. It's like all these emotion comes up. Why does that happen? It happens because whether, whether you're spiritual or scientific, and whether you've read Bessel van der Kolk's work, The Body Keeps the Score, your body and my body is a living library. It's got everything we've ever been through. Anytime somebody's yelled at us, anytime that we felt hurt, anytime that we felt rejected, anytime that we've been through massive stress, it gets stored somewhere. And if we're not like that animal in nature that shakes it off, then we're just gonna keep stacking books on the shelf and eventually the shelf's gonna fall over. Mm. So in our, in, in our library, we have to take stock or what I call emotional inventory of, of what's happening for us because I don't think anything in the universe is a mistake. You know, everything that occurs for you to, to get you to where you are in your life has occurred even though it was fucking hard sometimes. Yeah. And, and me too. So I think like with this living library, for me in 2016, for you on the lives, for the people that, that did breath work with you, it's because we're just simply not aware of it. Whether you're a Dispenza follower or whether you're like Marcus Aurelius follower, contemporary, ancient, everybody's saying the same thing. Like you have to take inventory of what's really true for you, including the dark bits, the ugly stuff, the, the traumas, the things like that. And so what happens on a somatic level is there's sense memory in our body. So we have these afferent and efferent nerves that go to all the receptors for us in touch and feed to our brain. So when I am emotionally charged about something, my body's tensing. When I'm sad about something, my body is grieving. Like in Chinese medicine, you know, grief is in the lungs. So when I'm going through all these different things, if I don't have a way to properly process them, take inventory of them, the minute my body gets a chance to let go of something, it's going to let it go. (laughs) And so breath accesses all this basically computer circuitry 
which is why the human body is so fucking amazing. Yeah. So the human body is the most, the most beautiful thing. We, we just have to cherish it. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, is that we start to have all these stored memories come up because in our tissues, there are things stored in this living library. So we get to the point where we might do a seven minute breath work or a 20 minute breath work. Definitely these longer cathartic ones. But depending on the degree that you have uh, trauma that hasn't been processed or truth that you haven't had the courage yet to look at, and I'm not, I'm not shaming people, like yeah. we all go through this, it's going to come up. And it's going to come up because our emotions are physically stored in our tissues, right? Bruce Lipton made that famous. The issues are in the tissues. Yeah. So that's what's really going on. It's not always easy, but it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely worth it to, to feel your stuff because it's in there anyways. We, we may as well feel it. Mm -hmm. right? And breath is an access point to that. I feel like breath really, it's this bridge between our, our tissues and our subconscious mind, which is what the body is. The mm -hmm. body is the subconscious mind. Like anything that's going on with my body is because of whatever is in my subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And breath is the access point. It's like this way that we can cross over into the deeper part of ourselves so that we then can live life more authentically, more real, mm -hmm. without hiding anything, without withholding anything from ourselves or from other people. Yeah, very well said, man. That's, the, I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about the body and uh, it being a system of memory, but I love the way that you said it as far as a computerized library. Yeah, we are. And, and oftentimes I'm like, okay, well, breath moves that stored energy. Yeah. But I love the way you, you talked about it as being an access point. It is the access point. It, makes it come alive yes and 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 truly i i've uh, most of my work has been on bringing people to authenticity but the barrier to entry is always feeling those things that you don't want to feel looking at the parts of you that you don't want to look at yeah and what a great tool that we can have at our access every day access point bridge to get into that and go okay let's move those and feel that and man it was crazy the first breath work i've ever did Ever. First of all, I was completely hesitant to do it. Uh, it was uh, my friend uh, Gwen, right? She came on the show, uh, uh, Dyer, Gwen Dyer, and she, she was one of our first uh, guests here. Oh, cool. And she was, she's out here in Santa Monica, and yeah. she kept trying to get me to come, and, I, and she's like, I'll gift you a session. You do so, so many cool stuff for medicine, and you're helping people. I said, yeah, okay. Man, I canceled three times, <laughs> and then... And Your subconscious knew. Subconscious, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth time, I came up to the front of the house, but they were in the back. And I heard people, but I still was like ringing the doorbell and no one was like coming. And I was about to be like, no one was coming, I'm leaving. And as I'm leaving, she catches me in the driveway. She's like, Christian, Christian, come here, come here. We're in the huh. back. I went and then there was like this garage that was like made into a beautiful like area where we would do breath work and it was there was mats and pillows and candles and i was like holy moly this is really nice i laid down we were all in a circle we were breathing 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 and it was the um like the like two-part breath two-part breath yeah double inhale double inhale yeah yeah exactly yeah. slow exhale and uh I, I hear like this girl adjacent to me like because uh, we're in a circle so her head's over there start crying I was like, why is she crying? I was like, that's crazy. And then the girl next to her starts crying. Then the girl next to me, like directly next to me, starts yelling. I was like, oh shit, what is going on? And then we're doing this more and more. 10 minutes later, I feel tears coming down my eye. I go, what is happening? Why am I crying? Yes. And it's like, and then I just got this hot flash. All from like toes to my chest, to my neck, to my face. And then I started crying. And I was like, what is happening? But it's like the access, that's what you said. It's accessing the things that like you don't feel or your subconscious is like kind of holding you back your body's holding it back all you need to do is lay down and breathe man and that comes up and i was like at that point i've done a few psychedelics i was like this is incredible yeah and and thank god that i knew what was happening you know right right but i i'm sure that a lot of us a lot of people can be scared they're like what just happened you know wow i mean your story is awesome yeah <laughs> your story is awesome because i can't tell you and I don't do it too often. I'll have people come to the studio mm. and, and we'll breathe together one-on-one. -on -one. But I have them do cold therapy, then we'll go in the sauna, then we'll go back to cold, then sauna, then they'll shower. Then we'll lay on like a higher dose mat or like a healing mat and then I'll have them do the breath. Mm. Because to the, and it's usually the people that are, like you said, like resisting it the most. She barely caught you at the door. You, right. you almost didn't do it. I think we 
tend to, and I've seen this with clients, the one-on-ones, we tend to resist without knowing why resist the most beautiful healing capacity we have. Isn't that weird? We do. We do resist it. We resist it. it. And I, I don't, I don't think, I'm not here to shame the ego. I actually don't agree with Ryan Holiday. You know, the, the ego is the enemy. Mm-hmm. I actually think the ego is our protector. I believe so it's too. It's trying to protect us. 100%. So, so for example, when a client comes and we go through, we, I do hot, cold, hot, cold, massage, roll out the front pan. There's so much that goes into it before we do cathartic breathing because the people that need it the most, they have to be most at home in their body first. Mm-hmm. Because somebody could do breath work with no prep, no release, no posture, and then they could go, eh, didn't really work for me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because they're, the, the very reason they need the breath work is because they're not comfortable with where they live. They're not comfortable in their body. So there's some kind of like existential tension or unprocessed trauma that is within them. And I know this, man, because I went through an incredibly challenging childhood, like lots of bullying. Mm-hmm. mom being manic bipolar, dad not being around. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of that stuff came up for me in the past seven years. Mm. And breath work was a huge component. Psychedelics as well. Yeah. But breath was a huge component. So for whatever reason, I, I think that myself and all of us, we tend to mm, almost demonize the ego or the ego can try to sabotage us. But the breath, if we can get there, the ego turns down. Yeah. The ego turns down because there's a structure in the brain called the default mode network, and that's what really helps us on like a, a science level, a biological level, mm-hmm. to uh, to access our truest self, mm. who we actually are. So without, powerful, without the ego being this like barking dog, barks you know, loud that, sometimes, and it barks super loud. Barks, but I, I yeah. call it like a uh, like a neurotic bomb protector, right? Like uh, <laughs> like don't cross this street, yeah. don't yeah, cross yeah, this yeah. street, because last time you crossed the street. 25 years ago, this happened. Right. So now I got to be scared every time I cross the street. But it's like, it's survival. It's for our survival. We have to have something protecting us. Otherwise, we're just bumping into cars and getting hit by cars, you know? I want to riff on something with you. You know what I've been feeling lately is, I just did this two-week vision quest. It was a Native American vision quest. uh, Done in the Native American style. Not a traditional quest. I want to, like, honor them. It wasn't a traditional quest. It was done in in that lineage, in that honor. And... And a lot of stuff that came up for me there was about fear. Like what in my life actually makes me the most afraid? Is it rational fear or is it irrational fear? Mm-hmm. And I came up with something, and I'm curious how you feel about this. Um, fear, we've all known that it's like forget everything and run. But I think it's different. I, I, think, that, I think that fear is for everyone's attention responsibly. For everyone's attention responsibly. Because the stuff that scares me the most is most likely what I'm either making up or isn't true. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of breath work in my campsite, in my quest site. And, and I would say the number one thing for me was just feeling comfortable in my skin. Yeah. Feeling comfortable in my skin when I meet new people. And I traced it all the way back to childhood. And that's the kind of deep work that all of us need to do. We get to do this. Because it's happening in a way that we might not be able to feel all the time, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Like it's things, things that we haven't felt are always running in the background. And I think most of them are actually irrational fears. Yeah. They're fears that, that we've made up ourselves. And it's not to shame us. It's just that, shit, this is the human condition. This is what we signed up for. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I really feel strongly that, that breath can be this incredible cleaning agent. It's almost like breath as a brush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes in, it scrubs everything, and then before you know it, Dr. G's crying on the ground. He doesn't know why. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing, too. We don't always have to know why we're crying. We don't always have to figure out why something happened right. or why it occurred or what it means. Like, we're, we're such intellectual creatures. But the breath, it doesn't matter. Like, we can just let ourselves cry and not even know why we're crying and just feel fucking awesome yeah at the end of it yeah i think that's really important yeah i i love your the the take on fear man it, it, it's what i found is when we bring awareness to the things that distract us from the things that we fear the most we're really good at distracting ourselves we're really good yeah and i had to take an honest look at my life and go what things are in my life to distract me what people habits right places and I had to yeah. look at the whole thing and then I go, okay, if I cold turkey, stop distracting myself, how's it gonna feel? And I started thinking like intellectually how it would feel. 
and it was really nerve-wracking. I was like, uh, oh my God, if I take this away. It's like sort of going into a Vipassana. If someone threw me into a Vipassana tomorrow, I'd be like, what the hell? You know, oh, and I'm yeah. just like, wait, I don't Vipassana's have my phone. No joke. I don't have no phone. I don't have people I can talk to. I have to be quiet for 10 days, silent. You know, I, I, I talk all day, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I had to look at what that would feel like, and then I removed those distractions. And man, like, I've never felt anxiety like this. Like, I've felt like nervousness, but I don't suffer with anxiety. I had my first anxiety attack ever during this month. It was last month, actually, during this month. And then I had my second anxiety attack, third, fourth, and fifth, five anxiety attacks, five days in a row. But I haven't been the same person I was in the month of February. The month of March was incredible at doing this work because it just changed me. It's crazy. It's like my relationships are better. Right, my relationship with myself is better. Mm. There's my the 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 dial on my overall emotional uh, contraction and like you know just overall heat is down. It's like at a four. Used to be at like a six, you know. And it was just simply detoxing or knowing what what I'm running away from. And now I can go back to doing those things, but feel different. Yeah. Like it's funny because like subconsciously the body, my body knows what I'm doing when I'm distracting myself. It's like. You know what you're doing. Yeah. And it comes up, and I don't want to think about it consciously, so I push it back down. But I found that fear, that very thing, like I feared the anxiety of what I, was, what I would have felt. And, it was, and during those anxiety attacks, it was moving through my body. It was like exorcisms, really. I was in bed. I was four in the morning, every morning. It was like exorcisms. But I would get like these fast, like Rolodex visions of like, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? How about this? Yeah. Oh, here's something that you don't do that you're afraid to show. What part of you're afraid to show? And I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And I'm like, oh my God. And then it just stopped. And, and, and it's, it's crazy. So I'm talking about fear. I love the conversation yeah. we had about fear, but that's, that's my riff on it. Were you doing, I love that because all the stuff that was in there, it finally came up. Yeah. And you're like, okay, it's four in the morning. Let me feel this now. Yeah, four in the were morning. You, were you doing any specific breath work during that time when you were going through the waves of the stuff? No. Or was it more like your body body took over? over. My body did its own breath work, which is one of the most amazing things that I've ever experienced. You know, when we do breath work, we're pretty conscious because we're doing the three in, hold, three in, and then we're consciously doing two and then four out. This, I was like, my body is changing the rhythm of its breathing in this 15-minute shaking exorcism session. And it was like breathing really fast and then stops. And I'm not holding. I'm not holding my breath. My body's just like, I'm like, I can breathe at any time if I override it. And then, it's, and then it starts breathing fast again and then breathing really slow. It felt like, yeah. this is what it felt like. It felt like someone had a uh, wire attached to both my lungs and was like in another room and pressing my lungs in, in whatever voluntary way that they desired. So I wasn't in charge of my lungs in those moments. It was like, Someone is playing this other rhythm. It, it, it was the most sublime thing because I'm laying and I go, my body knows exactly what it's fucking doing. Yeah. I, I thought, I no. My, I, don't, I mean, my body literally knows exactly the steps it needs to take to move this energy. And I felt it from my stomach, which is where it lived, to my sternum, to my throat, to my mouth as a yell. And it just kept coming out and coming out and coming out. Oh, here, yeah. comes, here comes tears. And you f- it was palpable. It was like shaking, moving, moving, moving. And it was all through breathing and movement. It was shaking my body and breathing, shaking my body and breathing. My body's like, I got this. Let me do this. You tried to do it with all your sessions and all your, yeah. you pay for this. And do- Let me handle this. And I was like, wow, God bless. So this, was, this was like a culmination for you, at least what I'm hearing, of all the different healing things you've done, all the different modalities. And then at some point, your body was like, I got this. I got this. Like, I can do it. Yeah. And I think that's so potent. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so important because most people probably haven't had the bevy of tools that you've had. I mean, naturopathic doctor, like you're exposed to a lot of different healing spaces and yeah. healing people. So if somebody is feeling right now like there's tension in their belly, they can't breathe or they they just have this compression feeling in their body, the absolute best thing you can possibly do is start with your breathing. You don't yeah. have to go by supplements. You don't have to go to a energy healer. You don't have to get Reiki. Like that is the number one thing. And then also, I think we have to become undomesticated. We're really domesticated. Most of us, we we live in cushy apartments. We have everything taken care of. 
we don't have hormesis, we don't walk around barefoot, we're not really exposed to hot cold, we, we really need to return. It's cool you have like all this nature looking in your studio here and that's this beautiful yeah. backdrop with like the green. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling into that because that is just as potent as anything else. Like we have to do breath and we have to connect back to earth, mother earth. And this is really present for me right now because a month ago I just got back from the quest. Yeah. You know, here I'm in Santa Barbara, right in California. And, and most people, we're so domesticated, we live in so much um, concrete jungles and cities that the natural innate systems that came alive for you at four in the morning, because of all the different experiences you've had, probably helped those come alive for you. Yeah. But most people, they're not gonna come alive because they're just quite simply disconnected from it. The mm. innate intelligence that are inside of people's bodies when it comes to the breath or, or somatic experiencing, like it's not online because it's been desensitized. We've, we've really become, I don't wanna say dishonoring, but we've really, we've really ignored yeah. the beast of who we are, yeah. the, the animal of who we are. Mm -hmm. So we have to put that back into the equation as well. That's why a lot of what we talk about in the program is like, hey, breath work is a great start. But you need to pair breath work with other things too. Mm. You know, there are some supplements that help. There are some nature practices that help, like hot and cold therapy, stuff yeah. like that. Because what you said is really powerful. If if something's not innately coming online, it's because there's something missing from your life mm. in order to activate that part of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so whether you're like a logical person or a spiritual person, we get it. We're disconnected from from who we are. We're disconnected from the way that we're naturally supposed to be. Oh yeah. And so there's a there's a deep calling. We're in like a we're in a renaissance, man. We're we're in a evolutionary emotional consciousness renaissance that is pulling us back to basic stuff. It's like people ask me what I do. I'm like I hold conversations and I teach people how to breathe. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> But we've lost the art form of like listening to each other, breathing, being out in nature by a stream. And there's always a choice. Like we can always design our lives to have that. But the ego and the mind always tries to stack things in front of it and say, oh, I'm in, a, I'm in New York or, you know, I'm in, I'm in Chicago. All these things. I can't do it. But it's, it's a choice. Like I take radical responsibility for my life yeah. no matter what happens. Yeah. Because if something happens, it either was supposed to happen through the wisdom of God or because my soul pulled it in. Hell yeah, man. So I, I, take, I take ownership for all yeah, that, you know? Yeah. So and you're really empowered. You walk around life empowered, right? Because you're able to take ownership and go, okay, if I take ownership, even if something that's seemingly not my, my cause, right? Yeah. I still can make that change, right? The moment we take ownership, like, I mean, I, I, I try to take care of the world, but I still take over ownership over global warming, right? I still take ownership over us polluting the ocean yeah right i do my part for the most part i don't do much you know to 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 you know add to the destruction but still it's my fault that's the way i take it i'm like all right let huh. me let me because we're a collective yeah as a collective so it's i i just love that you said that that really triggered me in a good way a good. Um, <laughs> good trigger tell us about the program i want to know about your program yeah it's three weeks um i think that whether you're studying behavior change from bj fogg or anyone in like you know the behavior world some people say 66 days. I found personally that three weeks is a massive momentum for habit change and mm -hmm. behavior change. So the program is built for everyday people. It's built for people that don't have experience in breath, that maybe are in uh, middle America yeah. or they're not into a lot of um, spiritual aspects or esoteric concepts. Like you and I know in this world that there's a lot of breathing programs. Breath is on everyone's mind. It's, it's like a... It's a big thing, it's, it's trendy right now. Mm -hmm. So I made this from my own journey with anxiety and I made this for everyday people. So in three weeks, you can learn about the acute style breath, the seven minute breath work, the meditative breath work, the 20 minute sessions, using this binaural technology to get you into a state through your ears that you can actually access a deeper part of your nervous mm -hmm. system. And then there is some cathartic training, but I will say like, we're not doing deep catharsis breath in the program. If people want to do that, they can work with me, they can work with one of my colleagues, we can refer you. But this breath program is made for people that really just want to clear their stress. Yeah, They just want to have this anchor where no matter where they are in their car with their spouse, uh, before a meeting, whatever it is, like we all feel that tension sometimes where there might be fear, this irrational fear. So 
what this program guarantees is I promise you from my own life experience, when you're done with it, you will have a set of tools that no matter where you are, who you are, what you do, your level of awareness, you'll be able to clear that stress. Mm. That's the big piece. Because breath, like we talked about in the beginning of this show, man, it's the only lever we can pull. You and I can't digest our food faster. We can't make our heartbeat faster. You know, there, there's so many things that are happening autonomically. Mm -hmm. and, and breath is beautiful because it's the only lever that's voluntary and involuntary. And so it's a safe space for people. Yeah. It's, it's a place for people that they can really learn in a three-week period. How can you use these tools on an everyday basis so that you'll see real results? And I think that's what sets me apart from the deeper cathartic programs out there where mm -hmm. there's somebody with a crystal wearing a white cape, yeah. which those are my homies too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like them too. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm like that. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. but I wanted to do something because I really felt like, gosh, if I had this when I was younger, you know, if I had this knowledge, if I had this embodiment of breath, I think my life would have been a lot easier. And I think especially with what's going on in the world right now, we need breath now more than ever. Yeah. Which is why I think you, you and I are excited about seeing so many programs and so much information coming up about breath because we can't always find our deepest healing um, with psychedelics. Mm -hmm. And I think the breath can give us that access point. So it's breathwork.io. And um, I talked to your crew and heal is the code, heal thyself. Awesome. So 25% off the program, heal thyself. Perfect. We got the code. Um, we got the code. So it's breathwork.io. And um, yeah, we covered a lot of ground, man. And I'm, I'm really appreciative for the work you do in the world. I've been seeing you and a lot of my friends in the podcast world. So it was beautiful to come out here to LA and and, and really just touch the touch the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg yeah, man. when it comes to breath. Yeah, man. And thank you for coming on. I appreciate that. A new dad out there, congratulations. You got yeah, a nine-month-old. And I've I know you're going to be teaching you. I'm going to, yeah, exactly. You're going to teach your kid to do that breath work. You know, it's funny. I, I've been reading him a book. It's called Belly Breathe. There you go. Yeah. So so it's funny, breaking tr generational trauma, giving <laughs> our kid perfect, yes. giving our kid that tool that can change their life. So yes. uh, I love that. I'm inspired. And thank you for coming on the show. Come back again very soon. Let's Thanks, talk man. more about, I mean, you said tip by iceberg. Yeah. I want to know the glacier under there. I we want to know all about the breath. So um, as always, man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.